Uh, I hope everybody has a safe and healthy Turkey Day. I hope you are able to, however you do it, I would uh, prefer you do it virtually, but I hope you, you know, spend some time with your family and friends, you know, best de- def- definitely give thanks, you know, and definitely have a good time. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Montford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And we want to welcome you to the Snob OS show, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We definitely want to welcome you back. This is episode 102, a.k.a. the Turkey Day episode. So we're not sure as to when this is going to come out. You may be listening on Thanksgiving, you may be listening on Black Friday, so we definitely want to thank you nonetheless. Uh, we definitely want to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, they are watching this live and they get access a little bit early. If you want to be a supporter uh, as little as $5, you get access to the live show. You get access to the show early. You get access to the pre-show for stuff that doesn't really pop up on the regular show. And uh, you get access to our discord chat where we talk all things tech outside of the show. So we definitely want to thank you for all your continued support. Uh, Charles is watching live. So we want to definitely say thank you for your support. We were just talking about you all uh, about our Patreon. So definitely want to say thank you for your continued support. Uh, outside of that, we're going to move right into the show. Uh, we're probably going to keep this one kind of light because again, this is Turkey day. We won't, we don't want to interrupt you from your important dealings <laughs> of the day, All your food prep and whatnot. Right, right. You may be listening and you're about to get into that, uh, coma, what it, what they call it? The, uh, the, the, the itis, the itis, the itis may be kicking in. So definitely listen to us in the background while you doze off. We understand. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, move right into the show. Uh, there is a update for your iOS devices. This is iOS 14.2 update. And I just wanted to really quickly kind of let you know that it's out there. And if you too do decide to uh, update your iOS, uh, it will fix some uh, MMS messages may not be received. So definitely, if you are having some issues with your text messages, uh, you definitely want to upgrade to iOS 14.2. Um, if you are hearing impaired, uh, the made for iPhone hearing devices could have sound quality issues when listening to audio from the iPhone. So definitely, if you are hearing impaired and I'm assuming there's some sort of hearing impaired slash app slash some sort of compatibility with iPhone. So if you're experiencing some of those issues, you definitely want to update to iOS 14.2.1. And the last one, the lock screen could become unresponsive on the iPhone 12 mini. So if you have an iPhone 12 mini, you're having issues with the lock screen. Definitely you are a candidate to update to iOS 14.2.1. So just wanted to let you know that uh, actually moving right along since again, you may be listening to this show on Black Friday um, and you are an Apple snob. We just wanted to give you a heads up on some of the Black Friday uh, deals for Apple. And I mean, no surprise, it's no different than any other year. Apple is stingy. They don't do any crazy discounts. They don't drop any crazy rebates or rewards or anything like that. But they're doing something like they always do. 
uh, is gift cards as usual. So depending on what Mac you're buying, depending on what product you're buying, uh, you'll get a different amount of a gift card that again, <laughs> Apple's so stingy. You can't even use that gift card to the purchase of the thing that you're buying. Nope. You have to use that gift card for something else down in the future. So they are, I hate that, you know, people give Apple grief and we, we give Apple grief, but look, yeah. if I was running a company and I was like, okay, um, I could give you money off of the product that you're buying, or I could give you some money and coerce you to buy something else for me. Uh, I'm gonna choose B, but again, <laughs> you know, that doesn't sound good from a consumer standpoint, you know, so people give Apple grief, but look, I ain't gonna knock the hustle. Right. So, uh, really quick, just wanted to give you some of the, I, uh, some of the gift card amounts that you can get, uh, with Apple. So, Real quick, uh, let's see. If you buy a 16 inch MacBook Pro, you can get a $150 gift card all the way down to a MacBook Air. If you buy a new MacBook Air, you get $50 off. Or let me not, again, let me not say $50 off. Let me fix it. $50 gift card toward the gift card. purchase towards something else. Uh, for the iPhones, uh, you can get, uh, $50. Looks like the, uh, standard going rate for a gift card for like an iPhone SE iPhone 11 or an iPhone 10R, you're getting $50 for the iPad. You're getting a hundred dollars gift card for the iPad pro and $50 gift card for an iPad mini, uh, on down to, uh, Apple watch, Apple TV, uh, for the home pod, you get a hundred dollar gift card on down to the Apple watch series three, which is pretty, a, a pretty good deal. Cause right now Apple watch series three, uh, I've seen it going as low as a hundred and let's say 150, even less. And then if you buy the Apple watch seriously from Apple, they'll give you a $20, $25 gift card, uh, going with that. And then finally to the AirPods or AirPods pro, uh, you'll get a $20, $25 gift card. So again, that's not a whole lot off. Can, if you're considering how much Apple's products cost, but, uh, I guess a little money is better than no money. But how did you get a $25 gift card for the AirPods and the AirPod Pros? AirPod Pros cost more than AirPods. So you should get a $50 gift card if you get the AirPod Pros. I don't know. Secondly, why is the Home uh, Pod Mini not on here? Because that's what I plan to buy. Uh, maybe Why don't I get a, a gift card uh, for the HomePod Mini? Maybe HomePod is no they say just home pod they don't say home pod mini because they don't say mini. because they do specify mm -hmm. the airpods pro or the airpods so i was going in the ipads the pro and the mini right and they break it down right each one. so i was gonna say well maybe they didn't break it out but they broke it out in other areas so you would expect mm -hmm. them to break it out so yeah no discounts for the home pod mini but uh that was just from one story and that's if you're buying from apple I was able to find a, another story to where if you are buying Apple products from pro people like Best Buy, Walmart, Target, there may be, you maybe get some additional discounts or maybe even get money off the actual purchase, not necessarily a gift card towards something else in the future. So I want to run through some of these, um, from, let's see, from Best Buy, uh, you get $25. Apple gift card when you buy Apple Watch Series. So they're doing the same thing uh, for Best Buy. Let's see. Um, uh, you can get a 2020 iPad Pro 
with 256 gig of storage for $800 at Amazon, usually $899. So they're pretty much lopping $99 off. Uh, if you get it from Amazon, you can also do the same from Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy is offering an iPhone SE at a starting price of $200 if you trade an iPhone 7 or newer model and have a qualified activation. So there's some some contingencies wrapped into that one. You got to trade in the old phone and you need to open up a new line. So if you currently have a line, this won't qualify. Um, you can save up to $900 on the iPhone 12 and the 12 pro models at Best Buy. Again, if you have a qualified trade in and activation. So if you meet those requirements, you will get up to $900. Uh, you can save up to $900. You know, that's not a gift card towards something else that's actually off the device you're buying. So, uh, those are just some of the, um, things I've saw. Some other stuff is most of it's just gift cards. You know, $50 gift gift card if you buy Beats Studio, Beats Solo, Solo 3, Power Beats, you know, all the Beats products, they give you a gift card. So just wanted to go through and kind of highlight some of the Black Friday deals for Apple, if you want to call it that. <laughs> if you're looking if to, you want to call right, it that. If you're looking to buy Apple products, which again, like I said, no money is uh, some money is better than no money. But again, don't be. I hope you're not surprised that there's no deep, deep discounts with Apple because that's just how they roll, right? <laughs> no, I don't think I'm surprised about is the gift card amount for the AirPod Pros and the fact that the Mini's not on here. Right, right. Because I was going to buy three of those bad boys. <laughs> that still is not the point. I should get a gift card. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I mean, that makes sense because, you know, the AirPods are pretty popular and they're small enough like for a stocking stuffer. You know, but yeah, but you know, maybe uh, if you have something, maybe you buy the AirPods and then use the gift cards to buy the uh, the HomePod Mini. I don't know, just throwing some things out there. <laughs> yes, but I'm selling twenty five dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is uh, a story. <laughs> it's kind of weird uh, that I wanted to bring up next. It's kind of ironic, right? Apple. I'm just going to read the title. Uh, Apple head of security accused of offering iPads as bribes for concealed gun permits. So that's a weird trade-off. That's why I thought this was weird. You know, the uh, Wait, gun permits for, for iPads. So uh, let me, let me go into the specifics, right? So this, this guy, uh, Thomas Moyer, he is the head of Apple security. And what he was doing was he was trying to get concealed gun permits for like two or three Apple employees. So he was giving uh, or donating or contributing like $70,000 worth of iPads to the Santa Clara uh, officials. I don't know if they were sheriffs. I don't know who they were. I don't know if they were administrators. I think they were sheriffs. Um, but he was offering these iPads in exchange for pushing through or um, getting on the low and the hookup uh, gun permits. So, again, this is weird because one is the head of security. So you would think of all people doing something on the low. You wouldn't think it would be the head of security. Right. Because this is the guy that clamps down on people. You know, they even say in the story with illegal guns. Right. Right. Uh, this is the guy um, who. uh uh, uh, sends out memos to the Apple employees to say, Hey, y'all don't be talking to the press. You know, we are launching this new product. 
here's what's going to happen if you, you know, uh, leak stories to the press. This is what happens if you, you know, un, you know, uh, let out some unreleased information. But then he's turning around and giving out iPads in order to get uh, concealed carry permits for three of his Apple employees. Of course, you know, his attorney, I'm just going to read a statement. Um, uh, his story says uh, his his client is innocent of the charges filed against him. And he believes Moyer was collateral damage and a dispute between the Santa Santa Clara Sheriff and district attorney's offices. He did nothing wrong and has acted with the highest integrity throughout his career. Swanson said, we have no doubt he will be acquitted, acquitted uh, at trial. So this was a the charges came after a two year investigation uh, in the case of four concealed carry licenses withheld from Apple employees. Uh, under sheriff and the captain managed to extract from Thomas Moyer a promise that Apple would donate iPads to the sheriff's office. The iPads were never delivered, according to Rosen's office, because uh, the sheriff and the captain became aware that the district attorney was executing a search warrant for the sheriff department's concealed carries records. So this is just a weird story all around, but I just thought it. I just thought it ironic that the head of security was trying to uh, bribe the police department <laughs> of all people. I have, I have so many questions <laughs> like gun permits aren't even that expensive. Well, I think they are hard to get in California. Uh, it's, oh, it, is that what it is? It's not because it's not hard to get in, in Georgia. In Georgia is not hard at all. You pay them seventy five dollars. You go down to the courthouse. You fill out some documents three or four weeks later. Your uh, concealed carry uh, license shows up in the mail. So I'm assuming okay. um, maybe that's where the disconnect is, because I'm like, you can just print out the form. You do the forms and print them out and just go down to Cab County and hand them the paper, do your fingerprints, pay your little less than a hundred dollars, mm -hmm. 75, 80 dollars. And then you're done. Yep. It's like a day's worth, not even a day's worth, you know, a couple hours worth of of effort. Mm -hmm. So that's what was originally, that's why my face was all scrunched because I was like $75,000 for four permits. No, yeah. yeah yep. Well, 70,000 70, worth of, of iPad right. for four permits. Two, could these people not qualify to get a permit? Is that why they did this? Like I said, I, I just have so many questions. Right, right. I'm assuming uh, you know, if anybody's listening from California, you know, let us know, uh, is it complicated to get a concealed carry, uh, license in California? You know, California is always kind of as it relates to technology, as it relates to the environment, you know, they are our UK of United States to where they're always on the forefront of all these extra laws and all these special, you know, requirements. So maybe it is a little bit harder. Maybe there's a longer wait, you know, maybe the background checks are more stringent. I don't know. But it sounds like it was worth it <laughs> for them to go through these links in order to get these concealed carry weapons. And I hope it was worth it because not only did they not get them, but uh, there was a sting and actually, you know, it's some egg on their face again, because this is the head of Apple security, the one that's locking down on people who break the law in Apple. You know, he's actually out here bribing the police department, which is weird. Again, the audacity. I, as a black man, I don't think I would even imagine in a million years I could come to the police 
and try to bribe them. But obviously <laughs> there's some people out there who can and they will try. So hats off to them for trying. Guess you gotta Yeah, and I just did a little quick Google search mm-hmm. and apparently California has put I'm reading just from the Google search, quote, California has put itself as one of the hardest states to acquire a CCW permit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a carry. Yeah, concealed carry. Permit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I guess they, they love their guns enough to 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 bribe the police. Oh, they have to do a test. They have to do a 30-question test. Oh, do they? Yeah, so obviously that's the issue. They didn't want to go through all that, but again, that... 75% or higher. Right, yep. So, yep, so now they're on the news, and I hope it was worth it. <laughs> I hope so, because yep. this is not good. Right. But they didn't even get the permits, nope, right? Nope, nope, So, they don't even... Oh. Oh, well, so... Being a dumb criminal, don't, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. All right, so I think that is it for all the Apple news and the lowdown. Uh, we're going to move right into second string. So uh, we we give Facebook a lot of grief, but uh, they do try to come through and help because, again, we can't live without Facebook. So as much grief as we give them, you know, we definitely got to also give them their props when they are trying to do something philanthropic and good. So this next story, Facebook kicks off the season of giving with the US donation tool. So basically it's a it's called community help and it makes it easy for people to collect food, clothes, other necessities for folks in need. So basically what you do is you go to the community help and then you can actually request to offer for help in this thing all on the app or you can I think you can kind of see what people are asking for in the app and then decide if you want to donate to their uh, cause. So I just wanted to read a quote from a representative at uh, Facebook. Fundraising is the only way to give back this holiday season. Um, According to Sandberg, I think it's Cheryl Sandberg uh, who tipped the new community help feature. uh, And her quote says that makes it easier to collect food, clothes, other necessities for people in need. U.S. users can look for the latest edition rolling out slowly across the country slowly across the country. So like I said, basically I just wanted to put that out there. There's really not a a whole lot to it, but basically what you do is um, you go on the, go to the community help feature in Facebook. Then you can actually create a uh, fundraiser for people to give to your cause, or you can actually scroll through and see all the different causes out there and actually donate to those causes. So like I said, I just want to put that out there because we do, give Facebook a lot of grief. But again, they have a, what, 2 billion users and people use Facebook for all kinds of things. So uh, them being the ability to use their platform to actually do some good. I just thought I'd shout that out. So I just wanted to get your, what do you think about this? Yeah, because one of uh, my friends, um, she is the president of a nonprofit for MS. Her sister has MS, so they have a nonprofit. And they posted um, for, for Giving Tuesday this past Tuesday. Okay. Um, so I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's a way to engage people. And you know that it's relatively safe and it's, like, official through Facebook. So it's not, like, you know, a scam as far as GoFundMe and, you know, there's right. a lot of gun GoFundMes who have been kind of shady and, you know, people... We, you Are know, people soliciting money on Facebook and you're not quite sure, right. you know, what the deal is. Even now, I guess you can't really say for certain 
you know, if, you know, the organization is not, I guess, valid, but you know that if it's on, you know, the Facebook, you know, giving, then some different additional requirements, it's some additional requirements. And if it does turn out to be a fake or a fraud, you are more than likely get your money back if it turns out to be fraudulent. So I think, I mean, it's good, especially coming out just in time for, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, when people are even more um, willing to to give, whether it be out of the kindness of their heart or for a tax break. So right. anyway, it's a win-win. Yep. Yep. So I just wanted to quote some, do some quotes. Uh, this year alone, Facebook and Instagram users raised more than a hundred million for COVID-19 causes and 65 million to support racial justice. And that was before, you know, this holiday season of giving is kicked in. So people are donating via Facebook. So I guess this is a good idea to actually give them a better uh, way to do so because people are doing it. So if you are looking to donate and you're not sure what causes, definitely go to this community help feature from Facebook and see if there are some causes that, you know, spark you to actually give because this season specifically, you know, we all could do a little bit more to help those who, you know, have come up at, you know, in these issues as it relates to, you know, all the things that are going on specifically with COVID-19, losing your job, possibly on the brink of losing your house, you know, losing, you know, the government is not moving fast enough as far as providing uh, enough stimulus. So, you know, it's up to the people. So, the, you know, this is a it looks like a good vehicle to do that. All right. So moving on, the other story that I had in second string is if you are traveling, we me and Nika kind of talked in the pre-show that you have to be a member of the Patreon to get. So I'm not going to give you all the details. So we were talking about Thanksgiving plans. And if you are, for whatever reason, <laughs> deciding to travel, um, there is a new app that actually lets you uh, book va- vacation rentals from a closer, tighter network. You know, the popular thing uh, as a, uh, over the past years is Airbnb. And there are a couple other ones. I think Verbo, VRBO, I can't remember. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Airbnb, we're just going to stick with the popular one, right? Instead of going to a hotel, a hotel, you know, air people are putting up their places, their homes, you know, their apartments, whatever the case may be on Airbnb. And that's an alternative to actually booking at a hotel, you know, because people might not be happy with how hotels are run, how they clean things. I've heard horror stories about them not cleaning bed sheets and bed bugs and all that other stuff, right? So, I'm, <laughs> so as a result, people are booking alternatives to Airbnb, but the pro, uh, not alternatives to hotel, and they're using Airbnb. But the problem with Airbnb is there are a lot of scammers. You know, I think we've talked on the show about you know how people are using fake addresses, and you go to book, and then two hours before you're scheduled to check in, they cancel on you. You know, or you go to the actual place and it doesn't exist. So there are some scammers out there because you are booking a house or a condo, you know, from somebody you don't know. And there that leaves room for scammers. So this alternative app, um, especially if you don't want to check into a hotel as a result to uh, coronavirus and all that stuff is going around, uh, this alternative app kind of connects to Facebook and they've actually become a partner of Facebook to where you can actually go on this app. It's called myfriendlyhost.com. Um, it actually, you can actually book 
a vacation rental and it'll actually search Facebook and see if either your friends have stayed there or if your network, you know, I call you friends, you know, cause Facebook, you know, they're just people, you know, so for the, t- for the sake of this story, we'll just call them friends. Or if your friends are actually have vacation, um, rentals out there, you can actually book Facebook. It'll scour Facebook and see if your friends have vacation rentals and then you can book from them. So it kind of tightens the network to where if you're actually looking <clears throat> to book rentals, you can actually, um, book from your friends. And I just thought that was a nice story because again, you know, people are traveling, you know, during COVID, even though the CDC said not to. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, basically I'll just read the, the app allows users to see if they're connected through friends to the service providers. This gives a feeling of security as those providers are already in the safe circle of friends with no booking fees, no intermediaries, and only direct communication. The app kind of looks like Facebook to where you can kind of flip through and look at the pictures and then communicate that way. The traveler can see a list of both friends and mutual friends who might be a property host. On the flip side, service provider who's often a property owner dissolution by Airbnb has turned to alternatives such as booking, booking on flipkey.com. Though my friendly host is a safe alternative to Airbnb it also boasts that it has more business to business than strictly business to consumer since the property owner also uh, has concerns regarding safety and property liability. Renting to people within a friendly network is simply good for business. So I guess I wanted to get your opinions on if you were looking to travel, uh, have you booked via Airbnb and what is, has been your experience? And then if this is something that would be actually interesting to you. So I've been in a few different Airbnbs um, on some friend trips I've taken. Um, And as far as, and I haven't had any negative experiences. I've seen some horror stories, but I haven't been involved in any bad experiences. But I think this adds just another layer, particularly since we're in the era of COVID, of giving people a little bit more comfort level, knowing that, you know, your friend or friend of a friend has stayed there. Because I mean, a lot of times, particularly when I travel, if I'm going to a place, I'll ask a friend, hey, have you been to this city or this country? You know, what are some of the places that you've stayed at? And I'm more apt to, you know, stay at a resort that someone I know that state that has stayed there because they've been there and they've seen it. A lot of times people can take pictures and, you know, do certain angles. They can kind of stage things. And then you get there. It's like, this is not the pictures that I found. It's like, yeah, it is. So I think it just adds another layer of security for people who are um, traveling and, you know, and if they say, you know, it's, it's that they, it's, it's clean and they sanitize and, you know, I, I think it can only help, especially if, you've made the decision to travel that far away where you would need like a hotel or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I haven't had any negative, um, experiences with Airbnb. You know, I think the last one we did is, uh, our family, we went back to, uh, back to Indianapolis and stayed in the Airbnb, you know, it was okay. You know, uh, we called them, you know, um, the, I think the previous owner or previous tenant or whoever stayed there last had a cat, you know, and they had cat hair <laughs> everywhere, not mm. everywhere, but you could see it. So noticeable. Yeah. So outside of that, 
you know, we haven't had any major issues. So, but to the fact that I was looking at it as, okay, if you, as a property owner, right, you may not want to book your place to any old body, right? So you could, right. So you could actually use this as a vehicle to share your vacation rentals to a closer network. You know, like I said, everybody that you friend on Facebook, you may not have an intimate relationship with them. They're not a best friend or a college friend or somebody you grew up with. Right. But, but you're aware, right. You're aware of them. So if they book with you, then you have more, not necessarily ammunition, but you are more aware of the people you're actually booking with. If you're booking from people who have a connection like Facebook versus any sort of connection, like if you're doing Airbnb and some other place, you don't know these people, at least with Facebook, you're somewhat connected, maybe two or three, four down the line, but you are connected to that person. And if I'm booking from somebody, you know, I'm staying at their place and we are connected on Facebook, I may be more inclined to treat your place better because of the like my trash it. Right. Yeah. Because of the blowback, because we are connected and not necessarily blowback, you know, I'm going to take care of somebody I know. I'm going to take care of their stuff more so than just somebody who just, I just rented a place from. Right. So, you know, that, that do right, you know, thing might kick in booking from somebody in the network. Right. Right. All right. All right. So, all right. So yeah, definitely check that out if you are interested. Uh, So I think that is it for second string. So we're going to move into for the culture and, uh, I was uh, making fun of Nika because she, you know, uh, was looking for the drama to ensue uh, as it relates to Jeezy versus this uh, Gucci Mane uh, versus. So uh, I watched a little bit of it, but I'm pretty sure I'm assuming Nika watched it. So I'm going to uh, hand it over to her so she can do her recap and let us know if uh, shots were fired proverbially or actually (laughs) and what happened as a result (laughs) so first of all the versus was hosted at magic city which is one of the most famous strip clubs in atlanta in the united states almost in the united states of america it's it's really popular and the fact that people were actually there Mm -hmm. It's the most Atlanta thing. I mean, you got two Atlanta rappers in, in a most, strip club. In the most <laughs> in a strip club, in the most iconic strip club. Right. I mean there that sets the stage right. of, of what we are expecting. So um it starts, of course, they have the stage and everything set up. Gucci comes out. There's like this at first you're like, maybe it won't be so bad. Right. But the intros were just it was like, so this is not going to be happy, happy, joy, joy, nice, friendly. We're going to reconcile and have a fun time. I was on edge this entire versus because it was dead serious. Like, so the history behind these two, apparently 15, 20 years ago, young Jeezy put out a hit on Gucci uh, main for like an armed robbery. So apparently some guys came to his place. They were going to try and kill him. Um, one of Jeezy's friends got murdered in the whole gun exchange. 
And so therein lies the whole issue between these two gentlemen. Right. And so, so, and, and so, so to uh, give you a little bit more information, so they did a song together again. So I, right. So, you know, this is, this is when I wasn't checking for, you know, these new rappers. Right. So, but I do, I am familiar. Right. So they did a song together. They had some drama after that. And then Jeezy very publicly. And I mean, I guess this is what they do, but very publicly said, I think he put on Twitter, said, bring me, bring me his chain or something like that. So that's the, like yeah, you mentioned, bounty on his chain. right. So that was the hit that he put out to where, um, that's a popular thing to do amongst chain snatch. right. You know, you know, all these rappers have the, all the jewelry and everything. Diamonds and right. And there has, this- right. And there has been other stories in rap culture to where this has been the thing to do and it's ha- actually happened. So it's almost like a, you know, this is what you do when you have beef. If you can get the other person's jewelry, I won the beef, right? So he put out the hit. And then as a result, uh, I guess Gucci was ready because, I mean, he put it out publicly again. Why you put it out publicly? I don't know if I want somebody put a hit out on them. I don't want them to know until, you know, ego. right. <laughs> right. You said ego. Ego is plain and simple. Right. That's what it is. And back during that time, I mean, of course we had social, well, we didn't, Twitter wasn't like that. No. It, back when this came out. Right. So, so yeah. So this was kind of like pre, like right on the cusp of the social media boom. Right. So it was all in the streets, you know, so to speak. So the overall verses had about almost 2 million people on the live at one time. That's just on Instagram. That's not including Apple Music and um, any sort of uh, statistics from Twitter. and Yeah. Yeah. Of the impressions. But that's all my timeline was. But um, but yeah. So like I said, I was really nervous, you know, that it was going to get uh, physical. I was like, I don't know if someone was going to punch somebody or because they both had their entourage. Right. So I was like, oh, God. I hope there is no gunshots because let's say at the beginning of the verses, it was a moment of, Oh, Stacey Abrams. Here she is pops back on the screen because you know, we have the, the runoff right. um, coming in January, a huge population of black people from Georgia. And of course all over were on this. So she was taking this, you know, time to get people to go register, to go vote. Then here go Gucci. Can you get my record clean? <laughs> so after after Stacey Abrams came out and did her thing, I was like, back to your regularly scheduled program. And then right. the exchanges started. So what were some of the exchanges that they, do you remember some so, of them? Yeah. So typically, um, you know, a lot of people don't play like their, their diss records in these versus battles unless they're like huge, huge. Because, again, you're trying to show your best and most popular music. From Gucci's point of view, he left off some of his most popular songs, I think, that people would know so that he could include the diss record. Right. And, I mean, these are down south, free, you know, huge social media diss tracks where they go for the freaking jugular. I mean, he was talking about telling the man to go dig up his 
his friend that that was dead right. from the robbery. And then when Gucci was rap, when they played his song, Gucci was like literally rapping at this dude about his homie that's dead. Right. And I mean, it was a bunch of, and whenever it was time for um, Jeezy to do a song, Gucci would turn his back and talk uh, to his people. And then he was like, is this a, is this a, um, a dress bat versus is the dress included in the versus battle as well? Cause I got on a $10,000 Gucci coat and then uh, Jeezy, that was Gucci. Jeezy was like, well, I got, I own half Atlanta. I put my money in real estate, you know, those kind of barbers back and forth. But then when it came, it, when it came down to the actual music, that was the most, um, I guess, combative. It was like, you could feel the, the tension. tension because it was, I was like, oh my God, is someone going to get shot on Instagram? It was that, to me, that intense. And right. the way they were kind of going back and then, you know, just some of the jawing back and forth. And it was it was pretty intense. It was a good time, but right. I was still pretty, it was still pretty intense. And one of my friends on, on Twitter said, you know, Gucci and Jeezy make music for people who've never been outside of 285 in Atlanta. Uh, and right. I about died because I mean, it's low key true, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they did the whole, you know, back and forth and, um, but at the end they did come together and, you know, do so icy together at the end. So some people were like, was this tension really real or were they just trying to play it up for versus, or, you know, did they just decide to do it together just to kind of, you know, be nice? Because at the end, you know, I think Gucci was like, it's all love. But I'm like, you just like how this is not all love. First of all, if someone tried to have me killed, it would take a lot to um, so, you know, try and play nice. Right. So, again, that kind of goes back to the culture, right? Nothing personal. This is just how we do things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a explanation, not a reason, not an excuse, but an explanation as to why he wasn't so upset, you know, years fast forward, you know, 10, however many years, you know, this is just what we did. You know, if you if we disrespected each other, if you would, I wouldn't. If if you would have did it to me and got my chain or something then you can't be mad if I did it to you and got your chain. So it's kind of like, you know, this is the rules of the game. Charges to the game. You know, don't be, don't, don't hate the player. I hate the game. Right. So I but guess that's come with bullets. To me, that's a little bit different. But, and but I think that's we, their, uh, according to them. I get, well, I'm, I'm not from the street, so maybe uh, I don't know the street code, but it was interesting because uh, Jeezy tried to like, you know, play nice and smooth things. Oh, he was like, man, you know, we grown, you know, that was almost 15 years ago. And here's Gucci. It was 20 years ago. It was, 20, it was like, it was so aggressive. And I was like, whoa, like, right. I, I was expecting it. So there's, you could tell there's still some, right. They, some real thing. Right. They came together and did their song, but they, you're not going to see them, you know, at uh, a pool party together. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, They're not friends. I think because they realize that this is money. And a lot, and um, I, I saw some people saying that now that um, Jeezy has a lot to lose, you know, he's engaged or either married to one of the girls from The Real. I think he has a talk show or something coming out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he has like some things in the mix. Right. So he has a lot to lose. So he couldn't necessarily, even if he wanted to punch him in the face, he knew that he had like some real money deals in the works and some things coming out. Right. So and he's I, probably using this as a reintroducing myself to, you know, like people get my name buzzing. So when my projects or whatever I'm doing drops, it'll be fresh in people's minds. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And then again, you know, like I mentioned last week, um, I, I would like to think that they would have more respect, enough respect for, uh, Timberland and, you know, um, Swiss beats platform to not take it there to where there are actual violence. Now, whatever they want to do after that is whatever they want to do after that. You know, and now if one of them created this platform for this to happen, I would assume this, the end result would have been a little bit different, but since Timberland and Swiss beats are, and I think Swiss beats went to high school or is from Atlanta, you know? So I think so. I don't quote me on that. Um, but you know, I think they would have enough respect and it looks like they did halfway. You know, they did throw some they jazz back and forth. Not to actually go into violence. Right. But by the, you know, close to when you could tell it was wrapping up. I think I posted on Twitter. I was like, I hope they have coordinated exits for, you know, Gucci to go one way. Of course. And, and Jeezy to go the other way, because I'm telling it was the tension was palpable and I was like, oh, God, I just hope because you could see there there are different entourages behind them. So they had like their distance from each other on each opposite ends of the stage. And then it was kind of like um, like a sunken area behind the stage mm -hmm. where their different teams were sitting. And I was like, it's nothing for something to pop off. But you know, really with this. Right. So. And my, this is probably the first, like, for real versus, because I think even though it's called versus, and even though they say bring your best music, and even though people, you know, who are watching or people who, you know, are fans will try to keep score, I think the whole idea in the beginning is just to celebrate music, right? So you, all the ones before have been celebrating music, you know, from Jill Scott to Erica Badu to, you know, Teddy Riley and Babyface to Bougie Bonton and Bounty Killer or uh, 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 Benny Man and Bounty Killer um, or Bougie Bonton. I said it wrong. Um, they've all been celebration music. This has been the first. This was a real verse. The, the first, right, actual verses. But even and I did and I did Google it and Swiss is from New York, so we don't. Oh, he's from New York. Okay, Swiss people's coming after us. He's from New York. Okay, recognize that. Yeah, I could have swore he. I had to. I could have. Anyway, anyway. Um, but even still, though, I and this is my uh conspiracy theory. Even though they had some bad blood, uh, uh, young young Jeezy and Gucci Mane. Um, I still think it was all on wax, even though, you know, like I said, they actually, somebody got killed behind it, but that was just like a self-defense thing that could have happened to anybody. Like that could have happened to me if somebody barged into my house and I'm, you know, aware that I'm in danger, that could happen. Right. But 
what I'm trying to get at is even though this was a actual versus and there was some actual bad blood and people were actually back and forth and people were actually trying to keep score. I still think it was kind of set up and it was a similar to how a lot of rappers claim to be in the streets and this is how I came up and then they rap about it. I still think some of it was, I think a lot of that is manufactured and I think fast forward to this versus their bad blood back and forth actually within this versus. And then for them to actually sing the song together, even though they're not friends, I still think that was kind of manufactured similar to how a lot of these artists get on this music and then rap about what they'll do. Would in actuality, they're getting engaged and they are married and, you know, they just throw parties, right? <laughs> well, I kind of agree with that, but Gucci went to prison. He threw a girl out of a balloon car. Uh, so, so, yes. So I stand corrected. There are some out there, um, you know, and a lot of them do go to prison. But I still, uh, you know, I, I want to believe. The they, they, they realized that they had an opportunity right. to get some more streams because everybody that does a versus and is super popular their streams go up, other opportunities come their way, right. and money comes their way. And at the end of the day, money is the great equalizer. Right. So I think they recognize they could kind of put their beef a little bit higher on the shelf, even though it was on full display. So their street cred isn't messed up or anything right. because anybody who saw that saw that Gucci went for the jugular on several occasions. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anybody can say that he wasn't true to the game or true to himself or true to zone, whichever zone he's from. Um, but I think at the end of the day, they were aware that we can't be fighting on this because right. one, we just had Stacey Abrams on here right. and two, can't mess up the money. Right. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So yeah, if you, if you, if you watched it, you know, let us know what you think. Um, and we'll like, so that is it for the hookup. We'll see. What other verses come after that? You know, can they do they have to top this or is it just again, you know, they're just celebrating music. And who do you think, you know, could come up with another versus, you know, let us know and social media. So I guess we'll just move on to the hookup. And uh, speaking of music um, in iOS 14.2, they are starting to bake more of Shazam's music discovery uh, capabilities within iOS 14.2. So for those who don't know, uh, Apple bought Shazam, uh, I'd say what, at least five years ago, but they kept it as a separate app. And Shazam was basically, you could actually hold your phone up to the music that was playing and it would recognize the artist. It would recognize the track and it would let you go actually listen to do some other things like listen to the music, you know, listen to the album, buy the album, whatever the case may be. But that was a standalone app for the longest but now they're starting to bake that notification, that um, music discovery feature into iOS 14.2 uh, via notification center. So basically my hookup is I just wanted to talk to you about how to set it up and actually how to use it. So basically what you have to do is you go to your Apple settings and then you go to control center and then you add the Shazam icon to your notification center. And then if you're ever listening to music. You can actually drag down or drag up depending on what iPhone you have and actually click that Shazam icon and that'll turn on the microphone. It'll listen for the music. And even if you don't have the app, you can still use it. It'll actually recognize the track, recognize the song, the the artist. And then if you actually click on the notification banner, it'll pull up the website for the artist 
and then actually synchronize the lyrics. So I thought this was pretty cool because if you're listening to the song, you use Shazam, it pulls up the website or the app. If you do have the app downloaded, it'll open up Shazam app, take you to the artist page, and then it'll synchronize the lyrics as you're listening to it. So, you know, you think of karaoke when you're singing the song, you know, the words advanced. So Shazam does the same thing. If you're listening to music, you discover it. It'll actually play the lyrics as it's playing. So you can actually pretend like you know what the words are. So <laughs> that's my hookup for this week. Additionally, uh, even without going through the notification center, you can actually just say, hey, Siri, what song is playing? It'll pull up Shazam. She'll listen. She'll discover the track and do the same thing. So that's my tip for the week. You know, if you don't know what song is playing and you're too ashamed to actually ask somebody what song is this, you can actually use your phone and it's baked in the iOS where you can actually use Shazam and figure out what song is playing and get additional information. So that is my hookup for the week. Um, if there isn't anything else, that is it for this Turkey Day episode. Uh, I hope everybody has a safe and healthy Turkey Day. I hope you are able to, however you do it, I would uh, prefer you do it virtually, but I hope you, you know, spend some time with your family and friends, you know, best they def definitely give thanks, you know, and definitely have a good time. So we definitely want to say thank you to all of our people listening. Hope you're having a wonderful thur turkey day. And uh, that is it for the show. So uh, definitely, if you want to listen to the show or want to share the show, uh, definitely you can download, rate and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you want to gauge with us on social, we are on twist, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SnobOSCast. Uh, definitely watch the show live or share the show live. We are actually recording every Wednesday at 6 p.m. and then we'll actually put up the actual episode on YouTube. We're at SnobOSCast on YouTube. If you're watching, be sure to like, subscribe, do all the YouTube things so we can get the extra views. Uh, definitely, if you want to leave comments and suggestions, you can go to our website. We're at snobboscast.com. And if you want to drop us an email, we're at snobboscast at gmail.com. Finally, definitely show us some love. Definitely show us some support. If you want to watch the show early, if you want to get the pre-show to where we I talk about extra things that are not on the regular show, you can actually become a Patreon for the little as $5 a month. You get all of that and you get access to our Discord chat to where we talk about all things text outside the show. You can support us for as little as $5 a month and go to patreon.com forward slash snob OS. So we definitely want to say thank you to our supporters. Uh, we appreciate y'all for watching. Uh, and other than that, that is it for this week. Uh, peace. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>